Hi everyone, I'm Asma and I'm happy to welcome you to our PwC Warfare's podcast series, which today will focus on hot topics related to immigration. During the past year, the most immigration updates have probably always been linked to the COVID-19 travel restrictions. But in the meantime, new immigration legislation has been introduced in Belgium. Also, and this will be our main focus today, on a European level, there are upcoming changes which will have a big impact on people entering the Schengen zone. So for this podcast, I will have the pleasure to be joined by Silke and Isabel, two of my colleagues from PwC Legal, specialized in immigration and international mobility. Let's start now with the first topic being the introduction of the Sergio card in Belgium. Silke, do you know why this new permit has been introduced in Belgium? Well, Asma, uh, the third year card concept is not really new, but actually has been introduced by Article 25 of the EU Students and Researchers Directive in 2016. This specific article obliged member states to make it possible for third country nationals who have just completed their studies on their territory or for researchers to reside in that member state for an additional minimum period of nine months in order to accommodate their search for employment or their plans to start a business. This directive had to be implemented in the different member states by 23rd of May uh, 2018. Thus, in many EU countries, a search air card could already be applied for. Unfortunately, this was not yet the case in Belgium, but in February 2021, there were two similar Belgian court cases where the judge decided that because of the direct effect of the Students and Researchers Directive, the Belgian immigration authorities cannot reject search air card applications anymore. The Belgian legislator then luckily stepped in in accordingly with the law of 11 July 2021. And as from uh, 16 August 2021, a third year residence card can be applied for in Belgium. Okay, that's very clear, Selke. Thanks a lot. Uh, so in fact, the new residence card is only the result of an old EU directive, which still required an implementation. Clear. Isabel, what would then be the benefit for Belgian employers? I mean, why would this be interesting for them? Well, um, Asma, thanks to the Royal Decree of July 20, 2021, the holders of the Belgian search year residence card have been granted with full access to the Belgian labor law market for the duration of their search year residence permit. Now, however, once a profound employment situation has been found to exist, the authorities do expect for the employer to submit a single permit application as soon as possible. If an employer would thus want to hire a search year card holder, the new employee does not need to wait for the obtaining of the single permit residence card. But the employee can already start working. Especially in the Flemish region, we are currently dealing with very long processing times for the single permit application procedure. So having hired a person who already holds a search year card, it would be a very big advantage for the employer because we don't have to wait for the single permit application to be processed fully. Um, I do think that it's also important for the Belgian employer to notice when hiring a new employee that um, this person could possibly be eligible for the search year card as well. Okay, and could you maybe clarify what a Belgian employer has to do if he thinks that the new hire could be eligible for a search year card? The eligible employees are the third country national students who have obtained a graduate, uh, bachelor, master or doctorate degree from a university or higher education institution in Belgium 
and the third country national students who have obtained a degree in another EU member state, but who have been spending part of their studies in Belgium because of a study exchange program, like the Erasmus program, for example. If a candidate does, uh, falls within one of these two categories, it could be very wise uh, as an employer to recommend to the candidate to obtain this search share card uh, on time. Um, maybe also to add uh, that the search year residence card can only be applied for by the new employee, um, him or herself, and it cannot be obtained via the employer. However, in practice, we have already seen that due to the new nature of this permit, not all officials are familiar with the procedure, which sometimes leads to incorrect interpretations of the law. Um, it, it can uh, be very helpful to let your immigration provider, such as PwC Legal, assist with the new hire um, and the obtaining of the search year card as such, just to make sure that a smooth application process can be guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Assistance from a professional provider could definitely make sense here indeed. Um, thank you. So I understand now better the importance for employers in Belgium to know about this new type of permits when hiring a foreign employee. Thanks a lot, uh, Silke and Isabel. Maybe we can now focus on the future and especially on upcoming changes in the European and Schengen immigration framework. Silke, could you share your insights here, please? Yes, of course. As we are almost close to the end of 2021, uh, I think that it is indeed also very important to highlight the European travel information and authorization system and the entry and exit system again. The EU legislation introducing these new systems has already been adapted in uh, 2017 and in 2018, so they are also not really new items. The goal of these new systems is to strengthen the external Schengen borders and allow efficient security checks on short-term travelers. The European Agency for the Operational Management of Large-Scale IT Systems is currently developing these new uh, systems, and both of them are planned to enter into operation in 2022. Well, I must admit I'm not fully aware of this. Would it be possible to describe shortly these systems, um, how this system story will look like, as this could definitely happen? Yeah, sure. Um, I will start with the European Travel Information and Authorization System, um, which is in short called ETIAS. The, this system will allow the authorities to perform security checks on visa wave nationals when they travel into the Schengen zone. In the future, non-EU nationals who can travel to the Schengen zone without holding a uh, visa will have to make sure that they have applied for the travel authorization through the ETIA system prior to traveling. When crossing the Schengen external borders, the border guards will then also check the ATS travel authorization together with other travel documents. It sounds a bit like the introduction of a new type of visa then, or am I fully wrong? Yeah, it's not really a visa because when traveling to the Schengen zone, the non-visa nationals are still allowed to enter the country on the basis of their passport. The applicants will not have to visit an embassy. They will only have to complete an online application via a dedicated website, which will normally provide them with the travel authorization approval within minutes after submission of the application. Okay, then it reminds me a bit of the ESTA form you have to complete when traveling to the USA. Is it comparable then, Isabel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, indeed, it is It is about the same principle as ESTA for the US, but then implemented on a Schengen European level. Uh, thanks to the information completed in the ATS tool, the Schengen border control authorities will be able to verify any potential security, irregular, irregular migration or high epidemic risk. 
Okay. And what about the entry and exit system then? The entry and exit system will also be an automated IT system, which will be registering travelers from third countries, both short stay uh, visa holders and visa exempted travelers, each time they cross an EU external border. The system will register the person's name, the type of the travel document that they are traveling with, the biometric data, and the date and place of entry and exit. Also, refusals, uh, refusals of entry will be recorded. Oh, really? But I was under the impression that this information was already tracked, but this, not, this doesn't seem to be the case then. When travelers are currently crossing the external borders, they are only manually receiving stamps in the passports. So uh, once the checks have been completed. This system of manually stamping has been found very time consuming and does not provide reliable data on the border crossings and does not allow a systematic detection of people who have been exceeding the allowable 90 days within 180 days time frame. The entry exit system will thus replace the manual stamps in the passports. Um, for short-term travelers, this means that they will need to make sure to not exceed the allowable 90 days. In the current system, it is possible in practice that a traveler might create an overstay in the Schengen zone without being caught. Now, this will no longer be possible when the entry-exit system will be fully operational. Mm -hmm. And why do you think that this is important for employers to be aware of the introduction of these new systems then? Yeah, these new systems will not have an impact on their long-term travelers. They will have to obtain a residence card in the country they will be staying at. And that country is responsible for the necessary security checks prior to issuing a long-term entry visa. However, the new systems will have a very big impact on the non-EU short-term travelers. If your organization is thus uh, has does a big global short-term uh, business travelers workforce. I personally think now is the time to review your short-term mobility policies and take these new systems uh, into account in the, into these policies. The official website of the European Commission currently states that the entry exit system will be operational in the first quarter of 2022, which is not so long uh, from now, and the ETS system will be operational by the end of 2022. So if you have not yet taken these new systems into account into your global mobility plans, now is definitely the time to do so. And how will the employer or bigger organizations then be impacted by the ETS and the entry and exit systems? Is there a possibility that they can be liable for an employee that is not following the new regulations? No, an employer cannot be held liable for one of their employees traveling to Belgium, for example, for a short-term business trip without having obtained the required ETIAS prior to the business trip. However, in case the non-visa employee does not obtain the ETIAS prior to the business trip, he or she will not be allowed to enter the country. And of course, if that person's presence at the meeting is vital, then the impact of not following the um, new ETIAS rules for the company is very big. Yes, indeed, because as a company or an employer, you just want to avoid any of your employees being denied entry at the borders if their presence in that country is required. That leads to a very unpleasant experience for your employee, as well as a loss of valuable time and travel expenses. On the other hand, in Belgium, for example, an employer is not allowed to employ an employee in Belgium 
without valid work and residence authorizations. In case an assignee in Belgium has obtained correct work authorizations and a visa, but he has not been carefully tracking his second days, the employee's stay in Belgium could not be legal. If through the entry exit system, then an overstay of that specific employee will be detected, this could also mean in theory that the Belgian employer has employed someone without the proper authorization to stay in Belgium, which could then possibly lead to an incompliance issue on the employer's behalf as well. Basically, the, the main takeaway for the employer is that um, as an employer or as a global organization, it is important to implement correct global mobility policies and already respect the upcoming entry, exit and ATS system. Fully agree. Um, thanks a lot, Silke and Isabel. Uh, it is already, in fact, the end of this podcast. Um, I can conclude by saying that uh, being aware of the surgery card and the ETS and entry exit system will enable employers to organize themselves properly and to also implement this already um, in their global mobility policies. That's really important. Taking this um, into account at an appropriate timing. Thanks again, Silke and Isabel. Thanks to all the listeners. Stay tuned on the different platforms and our website for the next edition. Wishing you a nice day.